0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Untucked. So today we're going to focus on the GameStop saga that has um, really just occupied a lot of headlines the last, you know, maybe two weeks or so. Um, So we really just dive into that. We'll still do our Philly sports and we'll do a top five, but it'll be a pretty um, focused pod. So let us know what you think. Enjoy. The opinions expressed on this podcast are our own, and they do not reflect the opinions or views of FC Advisory, the Financial Coach Group, or the New Wealth Project. Nothing discussed on this podcast should be interpreted as investment advice. Welcome to episode forty-six of Untalked. This is Megan
1: and Mike. This is Jeff.
2: Did you guys know that adult cats are lactose intolerant? Not wild, like in cartoons, and like cats are always drinking milk.
1: True. Yeah. You're a big cartoon guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's also lactose intolerant. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Hence why the fact was fun for me. <laughs> are you guys right. big right. milk drinkers? No. I no. used to be as a kid, like I drink a gallon of milk easily, like in a day. But I don't think I've had milk in, other than like maybe in like a little bit of coffee or something, I don't think I've had milk in 30 years.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. It skeeves me out.
2: I th- Also, another fun fact, I think humans are the only mammals on, on, think the, right. on the planet that drink milk past infancy. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think to add to that, the United States specifically is one of the only countries that drinks or consumes milk. Many
1: other countries think we're complete weirdos for drinking milk. I I couldn't agree (laughs) more. (laughs) Well said.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's weird. Why why are you drinking milk? You're fully developed. You don't need any more milk in your system. I think it's
1: just a legacy... Behavior from like decades, if not centuries ago, that people just still think you're supposed to drink milk to be healthy. strong bones. Yeah. No, eat some broccoli.
2: Yeah. Um. Now, what's your
1: take on like chocolate milk? Same thing. I'm not a big fan of chocolate nor
2: milk.
0: Tell you the last time I had chocolate milk.
1: Hmm. No ice cream. I love. Who doesn't love ice cream? Yeah, plenty of dairy in that. Yeah, Yeah. it contains milk, but you can
2: get
0: dairy free now, though. Dairy-free ice
2: cream. Yeah. Is that a fun fact? You're enlightening us of something that... This
0: is a fact. I wouldn't call it fun because dairy-free alternatives are probably not as fun as the full dairy versions. Correct. I'm self-diagnosed lactose sensitive.
2: (laughs) I don't think that's a thing, Meg.
0: So I avoid... I don't eat ice cream. I haven't had ice cream in probably like 10 years. And it stinks, but...
2: Like real ice cream
0: any ice cream full so Be- of dairy free
2: so ben and jerry's makes a like a lactose free ice cream mm-hmm. it's pre- it's pretty good like if you're looking for your fix it's not a bad one they have like a peanut butter chocolate brownie
0: Ugh,
2: situation
0: it just it feels it's just easier to avoid it all you know than
2: here's my beef with the ben and jerry's pints though yeah they get too cold
1: like frozen solid, and it takes a while to thaw. Dude, yeah, yeah, I'm with
2: you. It's just you have to like jackhammer them out of the pint.
1: A half gallon of briers is the same thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, the
2: soft scoop of a of a half gallon <laughs> of briers it, it it serves way easier. All right, you but those be right. pints because it's such a, a small condensed amount. Of ice cream? It, it freezes much faster. Science. Yeah. Right, I was going to say, that's yeah. scientific. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, gotta wow, it, you got to take
1: it. We got
0: fun facts. We got scientific I mean, facts. it's just annoying.
2: You got to prepare for your like ice cream meal. Like you have to take it out of the freezer, let it sit. Because I'm not microwaving it for a little bit. No. Because that just screws the whole thing up. So you got to let it sit for 10 minutes. And by, like, by that point, I've already like killed like 16 Twizzlers. And I've moved past like the treat phase of my day. All right, it's just me rambling. I'm sorry. A little bit, yeah. Sorry. All right, all right.
0: What was the fun fact? Cats. Yeah, <laughs> we, adult cats are like okay. Um, what well, we got sports wise? Dude,
2: I have like a major complaint with on Philly sports right now. Oh, I, I have two quick comments that I want to focus on. Number one, the Flyers last <laughs> night.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What the hell, man? Mm-hmm. They come out bad, soft. I'm not talking about the goal because that was just a fluke goal. Mm, it's a horrible play by Shane Goss. Oh, I mean, uh, no, poster but, Knock made an unbelievable move, and it, yeah. it just happens to bounce off of Provorov's stick, and it goes in. I'm with you here
1: because I I watched the whole game, and I was very very pissed off at the end when that game was over. I was just more than more than. It's just one game. I know it's it's one loss out of what is 56 games we're playing. I was not happy. That's, the, let me set the stage for Meg. Okay, go ahead. So the
2: Flyers are up 3-2 with like four minutes left, five minutes left Actually, in the game. Actually, 3-1 with like eight minutes Good left. Good point. Uh, Boston scores. Then there, there's like five or six minutes left. Oh, they played the Bees. Yep. The Bees. By the way, I can't stand that. The Bees? Ugh. So, I heard him say it once. That's uh. the reason. <laughs> well, the yeah. the announcers last night, the Bees. I'm like, who are they talking about? What is going on? Because it was a national broadcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wasn't the local guys. Yeah. Guy. yeah. So so three, one, eight minutes. Flyers get a power play. Like they're on the power play with like five or six minutes left. They scored. They're up two goals. Like it's pretty much lights out. They don't score. And then immediately following, with like two minutes left in the game, they commit a penalty and they allow the Bruins to score to tie the game with 17 seconds left in the game. Oh my God. Within that 17 seconds, Scott Lawton commits the most the the dumbest penalty i've ever seen which he's prone to do that's not the first time for him with 17 seconds left in the game so th- th- they don't score but that that penalty carries the overtime so now oh. it's four it's 4 on 3 they scored oh. with like 10 seconds into power in, into the overtime yeah. it was awful
1: boneheaded lazy frustration inexplicable penalty and some people are blaming the refs like how can you call that it's kind of a borderline like you gotta let that go with the games going into overtime it was a penalty
2: it wasn't borderline it, it was it was, it was, was interference penalty.
1: yeah I mean it didn't prevent a goal from being scored or anything like that but it was a penalty I was stupid and, and his stupid face that, <laughs>
2: yeah, he's got this trashy like face. <laughs> face with that stupid mustache yeah. Ugh,
1: it's a bad look yeah up. I was that was a <laughs> They didn't play well, and certain individuals didn't play well, but they yet somehow managed to be up three-one. Carter Hart played really well for the for the whole game, and I'm like, okay, here's another one where the Bruins outplay them, and they're going to come away, come away with a win, and despite some some shitty play, and then they just take two really bad penalties at the end, and just. I don't know. Where's the heart? Just, it, like, where's the heart? Like Scott Lawton should be a healthy scratch next game. Yeah. I mean, you just yeah. can't do that to your team. You can't do that to Carter Hart. He played is is great, and then you're, you're you're just getting him shelled for the last few minutes and gives up three goals in eight minutes and game over. The bees scored the first goal like
2: twelve seconds into the game, uh-huh. and it's their best player, Pasternak. Makes this move on our defenseman, gets around him and kind of shoves the puck towards the goal, and it hits off our defender's stick and goes in. So it wasn't Carter Hart's fault. He didn't let another goal in until like eight minutes left in the game. Like he played really well. And to have your goalie, who this this club has been looking for a savior for so long, and they have one, and then not support him
1: is just, it's a problem. I think the bigger problem is they are woefully inadequate on defense. Beyond Provorov and 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 myers and sandheim i thought that the was other a strength defense, of ours coming into the season it's not <laughs> justin braun they they're gonna have to do something about that um or they're not they're not going anywhere i mean it's only been 10 games or so but i've seen enough of a couple of those guys back there they're brutal anyway i'm down i'm with you jeff I'm not I'm not here to say hey, it's just one game. They're going to be fine. It's a problem. That was atrocious last night.
2: Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. Like I I, I went upstairs. I'm like, "All right, I'm going to watch the third period from my bed. Had my had my phone on, watched the period, went to overtime. And when that when they scored in overtime, I was like <laughs> angry. It's I was so- mad."
1: All right, what's your second? You uh,
2: my second thing is uh, it's I'm um it's becoming more and more clear to me that like, I just don't see how there's any win for the Eagles to sign Carson Wentz. I just don't understand it.
0: There was a wide range of things that I thought we were going to cover or you were going to say there.
2: No. no, It's all it's Carson all, Wentz. Like, let's just, let's just get rid of this guy and move on. And I'm not a Carson Wentz hater at all. Yeah. Like I defend him for last year. Like, yeah, he played shitty, but like, the team sucks. So right. every like pa- Patrick Mahomes would have played shitty with this team last year. Hmm. Maybe not, <laughs> but like, I think he's gonna go somewhere else. and be, But like, let's just move on. Like, we can't. Like, they're gonna have an open quarterback competition with him. Are you kidding me? That makes no sense whatsoever. If he wins and he and he plays shitty week one, this 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 town is gonna run him out of town. <laughs> and if he doesn't win. We have $125 million backup quarterback. Like, get rid of him now. Let's go. Put it to bed.
1: Yeah. I just, I think the getting rid of him part is the hardest part. Like, how and who and how much? And-
0: There's got to be a smaller market team that's in need of a quarterback. Like, he can't be in Philly. He can't be in New York. He can't be in. Who's the
2: quarterback of the Colts? I
0: don't know. Uh, who- wasn't it Rivers.
2: Didn't he retire? Yeah.
1: Mm. He's
2: gone. Go to Frank Reich. Like I think there's a lot of teams that will take him. I don't and know about a lot. There's
0: probably some. It's a big contract yeah, dude, for huge. a guy who came off of a and shitty season. Yeah, but
2: the Eagles are gonna eat some of that. I don't and, and Adam Schefter came out and he like dissected the Oh their, yeah. He dissected a contract, and he said it's like $25 million a year, which is like middle of the road for quarterbacks. It's not a horrible deal.
0: So it's big because there were incentives built in. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think. Is it, do you think it's appropriate to just be eating while we're on the pod? Like chewing and crunching? and?
0: Ew, I don't sound like that. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> do you want some? No. <laughs> do you have a problem with me eating?
1: No, I don't. Do we have um, is that it on Carson and the birds? Yeah, I you? think
2: it's. I think it's. It's becoming obvious in my in my mind that th- it's going to happen that he's not going to be an eagle, and I think I fingers crossed it happens sooner rather than later so that this just doesn't drag out forever.
0: The only birds thing I have is that three years ago today they won the Super Bowl.
2: I watched a video <laughs> on great. like Bleacher Report, I think it was. Yeah, and they showed Malcolm Jenkins giving the speech in the locker room. Everybody was together like post the game. Nick Foles looked lost. He was in like the pile, and he tried to put his hand on the trophy with everyone else, and he could he couldn't really reach. He couldn't reach because he was too far. So then he stopped, and then he was just like on his phone. And they all like did one, two, three, break, and he like he missed it because he was on it. It was so so crazy. It was <laughs> Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl.
0: Someone tweeted like in one of the most dominant quarterback displays in Super Bowl history. And I was like, oh, my God, Nick Bowles, yeah. that dork. Yeah. Who will never buy a drink in Philadelphia yeah, for, for the rest sure. of never his life. Again.
2: <clears throat> I didn't watch the end of the Sixers game last night because yeah. they were up 20 the entire game. Yeah. Joel Embiid played out of his mind again. Mm-hmm. Did you see his move when he went, like, full court? Full court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there a travel there? Kind of looked like he might have like no. held the ball on his hip for a step or two.
0: I think he was shocked that he was so wide open the entire <laughs> way down the floor.
2: But the final was like 118 to 111. So did they just put the scrubs in? Is that what happened? No,
0: no. The, they just like couldn't get a stop. And offensively just weren't knocking down shots. So Charlotte like, chipped away. Now the last, I think, 10 seconds, LaMelo Ball hit a three that – I mean, didn't matter. He
2: stole the ball from Embiid. So they won by 10. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing about that game that's frustrating, as good as it was, and really, Joe was awesome. Tobias was good. um, Like, they should not have to play their starters in the fourth quarter against the Charlotte Hornets, especially the first game of a back-to-back, especially the first game of a three-game week when they play Brooklyn on Saturday. Like, That needed to be a game where Joe plays, like, 25 minutes, not 33. And that's, like, kind of the next step, I think, with this team because they're doing a lot of really good things. No, it's getting to a point where the bad teams, the teams that they should, like, keep their foot on their throat, they do. They're not there, but that would be, like, a very nice next step as a fan.
2: (laughs) I'm just laughing because that's the next step in the 17 year okay. process no, that we call the process No,
0: you're not doing No, no, you don't get to do that. <laughs>
2: like come on, when are they going to be the team that the process wanted to get?
0: Okay. You're you're the worst. They they're they're 16 and 6. They're at the top of every power ranking. They have like arguably the best player in the league right now. Yeah, they do. They're doing all of the things they're supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. They have a – I mean, they play Brook, Brooklyn on Saturday. They play Portland tonight. So they'll, they're will they two good teams, two good games. You know, assuming people stay healthy, um, they continue to kind of manage – beat the
2: Lakers. Joe's minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're – They're, they're a, legit. They're a legit contender. Yeah. yeah. We just need them to have that the, as a team that, like you said, step on their throat mentality yeah. and be able – to finish the game in the third quarter when you're playing a really bad team. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that we don't have that other killer that we wanted Ben to be when we can't take Joe out of the game because we don't have then there is no killer instinct to 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 finish up because it's not to bias.
0: Yeah, but I would argue in like a game like last night it also doesn't need to be Joe. Like I guess that's my point. Like Charlotte's bad enough that like I don't need to beat Charlotte by 25. I'm cool with a 10 point win right. if that means Joe sits for yeah. the fourth quarter. Um, in games that matter, though, like Joe's going to be on
2: the floor. Oh so yeah, I'm just saying. Last night, like we couldn't take him out because right. there was no one else that was going to step anything. up and do yeah. it. Yeah, that's what's fr- that's fr- that's frustrating sure. to see.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I watched the game. I watched like three quarters of it. I'm like, yep. this game's over. Mm-hmm. It's not even entertaining. Like they just yeah. beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I looked at the final I went, What the hell? Ha-? Hopefully, all of our starters were out. And that's not what happened.
0: No, not at all. But it's a dub.
2: Yeah. So concern. What would we say? What, what do they call it in in like on in the brokerage world? Like a neutral to a to a
1: like a sell on the flyers. But uh, <laughs> no, no, I, they're not a sell or a neutral. They're they're like a. I don't know. Cautious buy. A cautious something. buy. <laughs> so Sixers are a strong, strong buy. You definitely strong <laughs> buy. Yeah.
0: Um, so we want to take uh, Super Bowl predictions and wrap
2: up sports.
1: Sure. Sure. Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs by four touchdowns.
2: I have Chiefs. Um, oh, 31 good. to twenty-seven. Mm. Mm. They like they just squeak it out.
0: Mm. I'm more confident. Thirty-five. Twenty-four. I have okay. to think about football scores.
2: That was like three points off of what I said.
1: <laughs> Four touchdowns. Oh, you're serious. <laughs> so you yeah. really believe Jeez. the Chiefs are just going to run them over? Yes. Okay.
0: I would love to see it.
1: I hope not. I don't want to see. I want to see a game, but you know, dumb, oh, Brady, thirty-one
0: to three. Oh my God, he's not even going to score a touchdown. Nope. <laughs>
1: This is crazy. That's because the hottest it's, been, it's been so hyped up like Brady 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 I bet he he's my my feeling is he's going to come out and not be good. Or the team is just in front of him. Yeah. isn't good enough. All
0: right. Well, we'll go back to
1: the tapes. We'll, yeah. We will. <laughs>
0: okay. <clears throat> um so over the past week there's been a ton of media attention and you know really just discussion and about GameStop and a lot of the activity that's happened in, um, with that company, but with uh, a couple, I guess they're calling them what the meme stocks. Um, so what we wanted to do was just take a couple minutes to try to explain pretty high level, um, what's going on. There's a lot of ground to cover, so we're not going to, we're going to try to remain as you know untechnical as possible. But we've tried to, you know, maybe just come up with a couple of questions that we'll hopefully talk through and just provide a little bit of clarity and context around what's been going on.
2: And it's high level because not because like our listeners won't understand. It's just super, super technical. When we start getting into how trading works and how market efficiency works, I I don't understand it. A lot of people in this business don't understand it. Series seven holders don't understand it. It's just too it's too complicated for like a normal human brain to wrap to wrap their brain around it.
0: Yeah, and I guess we feel like at this point, now that we can see kind of what's transpired, we can try to just be a bit more uh, less technical. <clears throat> yeah. To your point.
1: Yeah, Jeff, I'll just echo. Like if you haven't worked in the that part of the business specifically like capital markets and trading and how like how trading works I I just don't think it's reasonable for anybody to pretend to understand the plumbing and some of the stuff behind the scenes that really is behind a lot of the story Um, because the story if you read it in the social media and the press is David versus Goliath it's short sellers the evil hedge funds it's Robin Hood shut down their trading And that's wrong, and and so there's just so much going on. I guess we're gonna maybe focus on some of the like the key questions we get, like what is short selling, like and what is how does that what is it and why does it matter for the story? And Uh you know the the other one is like um, okay, well if this could happen to GameStop and AMC, could it happen to other stocks or the whole market? And by this I mean you know kind of manipulation and wild volatility and and then I guess the other question that comes up a lot is like, what even happened? Like how did how did, how did GameStop go from $17 a share to 400 and something in, in a matter of like a week or whatever it was. So um, where do you want to start? I think those are three good ones. Yeah, let's start
2: with um, like the, the real fundamental basics. Right, I, I, I buy a stock, whether it be Apple or whether it be um, GameStop, I buy that and i want that stock to go up in price which means when you do that they they call in this business they call it being long the stock right you're long apple because you bought it at 100 dollars a share and you want to hold it and watch it go up in value so there's the other side of that called shorting which means that person is is acquiring the stock in a way that they profit if the stock goes down right right how, now what is what is the the how does that logistically happen
1: how does someone short Apple? Well, if you already own Apple, you just you can sell it to the individual on the other side of it who's buying it from you. That's like easy to understand. It's like, I'm buying your house, you're selling it to me. You already own your house, I'm buying it from you. But shorting a stock is just simply, you don't own it, But you want to sell it because you believe it's going down. So the way to do that is to borrow the shares, borrow the hundred shares from somebody else who already owns it. You don't borrow it from an actual individual. You borrow it from like an institution, right? Yeah, but um,
2: it could ultimately be an individual who owns those shares. In most cases, you have a... Robinhood.
1: Yeah, Robinhood, Vanguard may be a bad example. Yeah, there's shares that are available to, to be lent out. And we won't get into like technically where they reside, but you borrow shares you sell the stock today so i i borrow the apple shares today mm-hmm. i sell them for 100, a hundred yeah. a share and that hundred dollars let's say it's hundred dollars sure sits in your brokerage account you can't you can't you don't take it and spend it it has to sit there it's kind of like collateral it okay. sits there because because eventually you have to buy that stock you don't you're not short forever you're going to you're going to, at some point of your own, hopefully your own choosing, you're going to buy it back at a lower price. So my, I, I borrowed it and I sold
2: it. And my thought is it's going to go from $100 in the market down to $25. So then I can go buy it for 25 give those shares back to whoever I borrowed them from, and I prof, my profit was 75 bucks.
1: Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
2: So when I buy Apple and I'm long Apple, there is no end point to it. I don't ever have to sh- sell those shares. I can hold Apple forever. It can go to four thousand, but if I short it and I borrow those shares in expectation
1: of it to go down, at some point that person wants their shares back. Well, you're, at some point you're gonna you're gonna it's called covering your short, which just means buying it back. Okay. There's no timeline. Like you're not required, but remember, like what happens? You remember, there's collateral that you had to put up to maintain that short position. And if the stock goes from 100 to 500, that $100 you had in your account isn't sufficient anymore. So the brokerage firm is gonna to say to you, Jeff, you gotta put 400 more bucks, or actually it's more than that, in your account as collateral to ensure that you're able to actually like, cover this cover position. position. So for a short seller, it's way more risky because in theory the stock can go to, in, not infinity, but it can go to up unlimited amount. And so you can be forced to post collateral in an amount that could be way more than you have, which is just connecting the dots, which is what happened to right. several hedge funds that <laughs> were short GameStop, GameStop, and as the stock went so much higher, so much quicker, they were forced to post collateral, and ultimately capitulate and buy the stock at much higher prices, suffering big time losses. That's kind of what happened to those handful of hedge funds that were short GameStop.
0: So how does the stock price of GameStop GameStop increase so quickly?
1: Right. So this is where you you connect this back to the whole Reddit, Reddit. um Wall Street Bets, I guess it's called is the 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 forum yeah. which is a community of whomever it is, but a lot of people that kind of got together and discussed the idea of GameStop as a, as a great idea that we should buy it and create a short squeeze. Short squeeze is just the terminology that describes what I just said. When a stock goes up very dramatically and you're short it, you could be forced to buy, forced to buy it at much higher prices because you, you, you just can't like maintain that position anymore. Um, you're squeezed out of the position at a loss. So, whomever is behind this this whole community of, of Reddit users, it was just like a, I don't know how how and when it started, but the kind of grassroots where they all got together and talked one another into buying uh, GameStop, in part because it was well known that there were some hedge funds that were short the stock in, in big quantities. And so, it was kind of like, hey, we got an idea, let's, let's all buy this buy GameStop and force the stock price up, force big losses on them, and we're going to make a lot of money. It's kind of what happened. But remember, GameStop, AMC, they were what's known as small cap companies. They're not Apple. They're not Amazon. They're not gigantic companies. They're, they're small, relatively small in the, in the scheme of things.
2: You couldn't so get that a m- bunch of people to agree to start buying $1,000 a share worth of Apple.
1: Like you couldn't The amount of money that would take right. is, yeah. is enormous in comparison to this. So it was relatively easy. And by the way, I'm not saying it was easy. There were a lot of people involved. Tons of orders behind moving that stock price up. And there's more to it than that, but that's generally how it was able to happen in these stocks because they're small enough to be I'm gonna use the word manipulated, yeah. Because it's kinda of what happened. I'm not saying it was illegal, but it was it was manipulated. And the volatility just exploded and it it was, you know, top story in the news for two straight weeks. Um, what's How? happened since then is the stock is now back to, I think, 50 today. So it went from, what, 17 to 400, now back down to 50 because inevitably there's no news on the company. There's no fundamental reason why the stock should have gone up. It was an orchestrated... Buying spree on the part of a bunch of retail investors, mainly through apps like Robinhood, which have free trade, commission free trading, and it's very easy to use. And it's just this community of kind of like minded speculators, I'll, I'll call them. And um, they were able to successfully drive the stock price up. The unfortunate part of, about it is that that doesn't mean that all those people made money, because many of them were buying GameStop at 300. At 200, 300 a share. And lost a lot it also doesn't mean that it was all just retail message borders because there are there were and are some hedge funds institutions that got into the action and made a lot of money by doing exactly what this community of, of um, robin hood traders was doing so short back to the shorting of stock thing there seems to be this misconception that you know all of wall street was short GameStop and and we took it to them or that, you know, this was some, you know, like I said, David versus Goliath. There was a couple of hedge funds that were, that had big bets against GameStop and they got, they got annihilated. But the rest of Wall Street, I'm using air quotes, is just fine. <laughs> and the rest of the market is just fine. It's just very isolated to those couple of stocks, the meme stocks, as you said, um, because they were, they were, and they are still prone to this kind of um, activity.
2: Yeah, I had a client ask me today, like, are, are our investments at all impacted by the Reddit GameStop activity that just recently happened? Um, which you just explained, like, no, that, that, that had to deal with... Not even a little bit. Yeah, it, it impacted. just impacted GameStop. Yeah. Um,
0: there were a couple days, though, last week where there was serious market, broader market volatility, which obviously it could be because of anything, but we know that typically headlines right, lead to investors making ra- like irrational decisions around their money. So, you know, it's probably not too far off to assume that some of that broader activity was due to people hearing about GameStop and AMC and whether or not, oh, does that impact my portfolio? Should I be doing something? I took a call from a client asking that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, sorry. No, I'll just I'll just say one thing. Part of it is the sort of the outrage mob mentality where people want to join in on the outrage against Wall Street or against Robin Hood or against the hedge funds or against the man when a lot of that, not a lot, all, all of it really, is just completely complete misinformation. It doesn't reflect what actually happened or what's happening behind the scenes. Like Robin Hood did not bail out Citadel, the hedge fund. Um, they didn't shut down trading in GameStop because they were being asked to by some Wall Street billionaire, which if you read social media, that's what they say happened. Um, it was purely a margin call, meaning they were they were required to put up way more capital than they had by the regulators, by the central clearing houses that clear that basically settle all the stock trading. and they had to pause trading in it so they could come, come up with money because um, the volatility was so great. So there's a lot more to it, and not to get any more into the weeds on that, but there's a lot more to it that really was going on that is not what you're going to read if you're reading social media and certain sure. you know.
2: So if a bunch, if, if, if a lot of, uh, of an online community can drive the price of a single stock, granted, a small cap stock, and that's not illegal, why can't a bunch of wealthy board members of the top 500 publicly
1: traded companies get together and do the same thing, can't they? So if you're talking about a similar similar action happening in say an S&P 500 <laughs> fund ETF, right? Well, let me ask it two ways,
2: number one, I just said a bunch of board member wealthy board members or CEOs of uh of large companies, why don't they pull their stuff to and and
1: manipulate well, that, a stock? Well that is patent patently illegal. Right. That and now Never why mind. is that illegal? Because you cannot willfully manipulate a stock price up or down in that in that way. This is harder. Message boarding trying to figure out whether there was like um deliberate manipulation as opposed to people just spouting their opinion on message boards and, try, and trying to get others to follow that. It's, it's right. different. When you say
0: board members of these companies, right. like the the role that they hold, the position that they hold inherently, like they, they put them in a level that's different than the Reddit message board. Yep.
2: Yep. Like the kid on or or, or, or guy or gal on Reddit that purchases 100 shares of GameStop for $1,800 bucks is not um, you know a ceo of a company that that that's puts a million dollars into you know whatever company so i just wanted to, that's why i was trying to yeah. like make th- there's a complete distinction like what they did sure. wasn't illegal but if it happened on a bigger scale with wealthier people th- at, in higher positions or at run companies or companies were to do it that that's that's illegal you can't do it
1: yeah, for sure <clears throat> and the other practical problem with with people worrying about their their funds or an ETF is, is I'll just give you like the, the stat. So the S&P 500, we'll use that as the example, 500 largest US companies, very popular investment vehicle, is worth over 30 trillion dollars. Those 500 companies collectively are worth over 30 trillion. The uh, GameStop, the company GameStop, was worth around 500 million when this started. So the S&P is 70,000 times more valuable than GameStop. So just think about the amount of capital that would be required, even if it were doable or legal, to to create that kind of volatility. It's just... It just would never to happen.
2: manipulate that market, you would need so much money. And the only people or organizations that can do it are not allowed to do it.
1: Well, right. It's right. illegal. Yes. They can't. Yes. But even if you're just thinking about, well, what if more people got together on Reddit and just sort of talked about, hey, let's do this to the SPY. It, it, they could never do like, it. There's yeah. not enough money. There's not enough money. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the 70,000 time thing because like, thinking about numbers that big is so hard for anybody to kind of like put it into terms. That would be the equivalent of somebody who's making $50,000 a year in salary and all of a sudden, next year they make three point five billion dollars in salary. That's the difference in the <laughs> amount of, like the magnitude of, of how much more it will be required to move the S and P five hundred than one little company. So.
2: so, yes, what what we what we experienced was uh, a very low capitalization small company stock get manipulated. That has zero impact on the broad market, and because of that manipulation, some people made some money. Some people lost a lot of money. I can't imagine that there won't be repercussions to that, that the SEC, that the that the, the exchanges won't take a step to say, all right, we got to make sure that doesn't happen. Because yes, it wasn't illegal, but it wasn't good for GameStop and it wasn't good for the hedge funds. And it was good for people that were trying to make a point.
1: One of the interesting things is that one of the reasons that happened is because the hedge funds were public about how short they were, GameStop or AMC. Like it, they were out there kind of touting or bragging about their their bet. And so some, I'll call them, some smart people on Reddit kind of got to like, you know, they started posting like, hey, we can squeeze these guys, let's start buying games. And by the way, games like, there was like a little affinity towards GameStop sure. leading into this. It sure. wasn't just a random company, um, but I feel like it was kind of like and and not all these people on Reddit are were and are like just newbies. Uh-huh. There was right. there's some pros on there that know exactly how markets work and short squeezes work, and it 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 worked spectacularly for for those who were in early and got out when they should have gotten out was it legal probably
0: gray area but gray
1: but gray. um so i mean i think one of the things we might see is hedge funds will no longer talk about what they're short yeah they they don't want to be caught in this this scenario again so that'll and that's not i don't know if that's good or bad i i don't know um one of the reasons hedge funds do talk about why they're short is because they want people to look at them and say wow that guy's really smart look at his returns I, that makes a lot of sense I'm also going to go short and what does that do it drives the price down it, it kind of helps their case and helps. I don't like lack of transparency but you're talking about transparency in what you're holding that's right. That's different I think that that's I understand completely you don't want people to know what, you're, what stocks you own or what stocks you short because if you're doing more of it you don't want the price to go higher if you're buying more of it or vice versa so I, got, I get both sides I hate the politicians that are that are using this whole this whole situation for their own agenda. Isn't like, that what politicians do with every situation? Yes, it is, but it's <laughs> disgusting because in this case anyone who's like a a market practitioner knows exactly what happened here and it's not cheating, it's not Ken Griffin at Citadel called the Robin Hood CEO and said, hey, I need you to stop letting your customers buy GameStop. I mean, and they're having a hearing. They're having a freaking hearing at the end of February, and they're going to bring the Robin Hood CEO in to testify. Are you freaking kidding me? Well, think about, I mean, it's, it's not that difficult to, 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 to figure out. Like,
2: this all started hitting the news. It's on, like, Good Morning America. How many... How many people, how many investors are going to be like, oh, it's going to go to 1,000. That's what they told me. That's what I read. I'm yeah. going to go buy it at 400. Well, then
1: they deserve to lose it. I think, look, I mean, like what, anything else.
2: That, Robinhood did the right thing. They shut that. You can't go buy
1: no, games. Di- no, that's not why they did it. And they, they shouldn't shut it down because they think it's overpriced.
2: No, I, they're protecting You're the people that wanted themselves. to buy it at 400 that are late to the game. No, that- they're
1: protecting their own company because they weren't going to come up, be able to come up with enough collateral to, to survive another day. That That's was crazy. what all they were doing. Then they're bringing this Hello Kitty. What's his name? Hello Kitty? What's the dude on Red Hit? Do you know who I'm talking about? No. No. What's his handle? It's something kitty. Do You did not read about this dude? No. He's a mass mutual insur- um, uh, Series 7 dude. He's g- they want to bring him to the hearing. He's like the, the ringleader on Reddit. He was the one okay. who was like kind of starting it all. No, it's Kit. It's um, Kitsis, <laughs> Kitsis, <laughs> Roaring Kitty. I think it is. He made like forty million dollars. Oh my gosh! And this is the funniest part of it all. Oh,
0: wow! This guy looks like a character. Oh, Roaring. He's
1: a financial <laughs> wellness guy at Mass Mutual. So presumably he goes around and like does like luncheons where he he oh you know talks about financial wellness to their clients, and he's getting. <laughs> He's now got a little bit of a problem because this outside business activity of his was <laughs> oh, not no. disclosed. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh,
0: That's awesome. I mean, he can just quit his job.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean.
0: GameStop stock tipster.
1: Yeah. You got you to gotta read. The, the journal did a whole thing on it. It's, it's hilarious. The guy's a piece of work. <clears> roaring Kitty.
2: Are S- oh, you guys want to move on to the top five now? Yeah, that's a that's a good idea.
0: All right, so our top five this week is phrases that people use that you hate. I hope we don't offend each other. I don't think I'm gonna offend you guys, but I have a feeling phrases I'm-
2: that people use. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a phrase that you use. Right?
0: No, but I'm I'm willing to bet phrases You're that like, are what saying? does Megan say that really?
2: Who wants to start? Does anybody feel strongly? I I can go. Okay. Okay.
0: So I hate when people say irregardless. Like it yeah. really annoys me <laughs> that like, it's not a word. And it's ju- just regardless. You don't have to. Irregardless. Irregardless of. And my sister and I got in a screaming match over it one time. And now she just says it to piss me off. But I'm actually sure. I think that Webster Dictionary might have like added it because so many people say it incorrectly.
2: But that one really just... Like the definition is like the incorrect way. Like C
0: regardless. <laughs> so the the term millennial being applicable to anyone who's younger. Like I, I get annoyed that millennials are of a certain age. But like anyone who is younger than someone is just automatically a millennial. And yeah. we just fill them into this <laughs> category. I'm a millennial. I'm I'm saying there are people younger than me who are not, who are... Like oh, millennials do this, or millennials are all like asleep in their mom and dad's basement, and it's like millennials are like forty now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, What's my... the next gen after millennial?
0: Gen Z. Okay. Gen Y. Yeah. What are you?
1: Think of a. He's he's a baby boomer. No, isn't he? I'm. Just... Gen <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I'm Gen X maybe.
0: Gen X.
2: Gen Y. I just missed millennial.
1: Is there really like a specific cutoff date? Yeah, there are. There, yeah, there
0: yeah. are. But and I don't even care about like. It's just you're. I read articles about how millennials are, and it's like the the kids who just graduated from college. I'm like, millennials did not just graduate <laughs> right, from college.
2: Right. Okay. I oh, Pretty upset about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, girl boss. I hate it. You guys ever heard that?
1: No. I'm not sure I have. Oh God! All There's the, like all the millennials. So thing. many,
0: <laughs> so many like women's like feminist books about like being a girl boss like I hate like them.
2: being a boss.
0: Yeah. Like I've yeah. heard like
2: I'm a boss.
0: No, 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 but like girl boss, like like, like you're breaking glass ceilings and you're like you're sitting at the table.
2: <laughs> oh my god, you just said like oh, three that were on my list. Um breaking glass ceilings, <laughs> sitting at the table. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oops. Uh live laugh love.
2: Are you just going off the recent commercials with the Geico commercial? No, you know, you know the guy who who teaches parents or people how oh, to yeah. take oh, their parents.
0: Yeah, is live laugh love on that? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: No, but it's just I see it on like I like, like a live laugh love hashtags and stuff like that. Um, and then I have three in one, so don't get mad. Okay, <laughs> these are all just like common email exchange, like. Reach out, circle back, and touch base. Ooh, Ooh I love a touch base. <laughs> I use them all, but they are yeah, they're, they're horrible.
2: Bad. Like I, I use touch base a lot. It's bad. I know, but like, what's the what's the substitute? I never use circle back. <laughs> Definitely never use that. What was the uh, other yes one you, you said? have?
0: Yes, you have. Reach out. Reach out. Reach out again. Yeah, you've used
2: circle back very like <clears throat> rarely, I would say. All right, I just I, I'm curious what you would use. Cause I I, I dropped that <laughs> reconnect, reconnect. Like I I used it on my wife when like we were. I left her a message when we were like I first met her. I re- I I reached out to like call her, and on the message I was like, you know, I'm working today, but I'll touch base with you like later. Like what I'll call else? You later. Okay, I'll call you later. <laughs> Anner. am I like 17
0: I don't I mean touch base
2: I get I don't know I don't know
0: it's like it's what someone I feel like I would say to one of you in in a in a work email like I'll touch base on that project like it just sounds so stupid
2: I I don't disagree with you okay
1: I just need the substitute I'll call you later <laughs> Is that it? Mm-hmm. I think that was fine. Okay, I'll go. And I'll, along your your um, line of thinking there, my first one is just an improper use of when people say, I could care less. <laughs> I knew that was on this list. So, so, oh, so, uh, so you care about this issue, huh? Because you said you could care less. That means you care. It's couldn't care less, all right? <laughs> I'm gonna so do you hate yeah. when people.
2: Okay, so you don't mind, I couldn't care less. No. Yeah, that's, yeah. The that's the
0: correct way to say it. it. No, because people who are saying I could care less mean they couldn't couldn't care
1: less. (laughs) Um, I've got the the proverbial think outside the box.
2: Ooh, that's a bad one. Yeah, it's just
1: so brutal. (laughs) It might have been okay when it first started, whatever that was. Oh, I just wanted another one. Jeff, I'm sorry, but. Oh, God. Yeah, we got a lot to unpack here. <laughs> yes, there's, there's lots to unpack on this one. I mean, that's like a really like common one on like TED talks and all oh, these yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. all yeah. these people who yeah, think highly of themselves and well, let's unpack that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't like. that. I feel like a
0: lot of therapists say that. Yeah. yeah.
1: The other one I don't like is. Yeah, let's run it up the flagpole. Ooh, good one. (laughs) That's a good one.
2: Let's run it up the flagpole. Run it up the
1: flagpole. So weird. Yeah. And then my last one isn't really a phrase. It's more of, Jeff, you're going to laugh, but it's more of um, a lot of people refer to themselves as this, um, and that is, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Oh, gosh. (laughs) People literally love to call themselves this, and I think it's so pathetic. Mm-hmm. We had a whole a whole episode about mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Yeah, I probably brought it up then. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what something about that really bothers me. Mm. It just it
2: once someone who says that feels like they're better than you.
1: Yeah, yeah, And among other things, they yeah. feel
2: like they're living their best life.
0: <laughs> Is that one of yours? Oh,
2: absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad one. It's a horrible one. Yeah, I'm living my best life. Okay. Yeah. Does that mean I'm not? <laughs> you were done right yeah, yeah that was it <laughs> yeah so now i have to ask if this is a phrase or because i can i can substitute it out i hate when people say like what's up big guy i don't fun. mind it when i say it to my eight-year-old son when it's said to me from another male like roughly my age like an adult male to another adult male hey what's up big guy I, I mean, I want to take the guy's head and
1: rip it off of his shoulders. Okay. Keep that in mind. All yeah. Right. So
2: that's acceptable. Like, what's up? It's big
0: acceptable. Guy? Oh I. It's a little. I weird.
1: see what you're saying. I
2: do. I kind it's, of. I think kind of, I find it demeaning. Yeah. Like, all right.
0: Is that more about you though?
2: It could be. Yeah. yeah. I'll have yeah. to unpack that with my therapist. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so I got living my best. Live. I'm living my best life. What's up, big guy? Um. Make it a great day. Someone says that? Oh, I, I get it on voicemails all the time.
0: Ew. Who leaves voicemails?
2: Yeah. Or like uh, like if it's someone's answering, it's not an answering machine anymore, but they're voicemails when yeah. you call them and they don't answer. Yeah, this is Bob. Like, make it a great day. You never heard that? Oh, it's no. brutal.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it sounds brutal.
2: Um, Let's put a pin in it.
1: Yeah, do you hear anybody say that?
2: Uh huh. That's That's therapist. We're gonna put a pin in that. We're gonna come back to that.
0: Oh, that means like stop here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even know
2: how to use that correctly. You won't understand. Like if you're if oh
0: yeah, like if someone's talking
2: to like an advisor and they're like oh well let me explain and 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 like or tell me a little bit more about that um, that options strategy you you won't understand. Oof. It's like red flag, number one for me.
0: That's a good one. Those are my five. All right. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening.
2: See ya. Yeah, next week.